Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders! Go, food needs refill! Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, audio, media, radio, podcasting network. Uh, you want to be a part of it? You want to follow, like, share? We encourage you to do so. Uh, Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, you know it, you're on it, you got it at Harp on Sports Everywhere. Got my Budweiser t-shirt on today for those of you watching via video as, why not, National Beer Day? I am the king, I am the big number one. So what are we going to do? A little boycott, a blitz for you, a say what, Sean Watson, and a trash attorney, or a tournament of trash, if you will. So... The boycott bliss. Where to begin? Well, let's face it, politics, sports, they're connected to hip. We always talk about this. People that say sports and politics don't mix, they're full of it. They just say those things. It's not true, not accurate. 25 years ago, we had a former NFL quarterback that was the vice presidential nominee in the Republican Party. We've had J.C. Watt. We've had Steve Largent. We've had all sorts of people in the political realm enter politics. Sports and politics mix. From Tommy Smith and John Carlos and the fists in the air to Muhammad Ali, it exists. Greatest sporting event of all time was cloaked in political strife. The 1980 Winter Olympics, Team USA beating the Red Army, politics and sports are always connected. So, boycott bliss. Major League Baseball, players address their concerns. The All-Star Game is removed from Atlanta and placed in Colorado. You know, it's one of these things now. It's not going away, and that's a good thing. Athletes realize their power. Everybody loves the name on the front of the jersey, but you'll watch sports for the name on the back of the jersey. Don't believe me? How many Cleveland Cavalier fans are there now? Come on. How many Miami Heat fans are there now? Come on. Right? So I watch this unfold. And I say to myself, it happened a couple years ago with the All-Star Game in Charlotte, right? The NBA All-Star Game that got yanked because of the bathroom bill. And now the voting rights rule or whatever law in Georgia, if you make a rule or you make a law or you pass legislation that makes it tougher for African-Americans to vote, which that does. Right or wrong, it's going to make it tougher. Expect athletes to voice their concerns. Athletes wield a tremendous amount of power. And don't believe me, why are you so upset when they do things like this? When leagues do things like this? And now you have a fine line between both sides of the political spectrum. Um, Businesses can do what they want. They can discriminate, but they can't discriminate. And we, we have a right to, you don't have to watch them. I've always said that you don't have to consume them. You don't. You don't. I do not fall under the guise of not going to businesses based on their political leanings. If I like a business, I'll, I'll go to it. And this is where this ties into, because it happens with baseball. It's happening with other sports, too. Baseball is not the only one. We're about ready to head into a tempest here with the Olympics in China. When it comes to boycotting that, look, we boycotted the, the Soviet summer games, didn't we? In 1980, Jimmy Carter? This is, not, this is not a new notion. This happened 40 years ago. And everybody wants to stick it to China. 
Okay, well, then we'll boycott. Well, how much is that really sticking it to him? Well, good question. Better if we go in there and win. Oh, okay, well, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? Maybe future organizations, future Olympics shouldn't take place there? Are we the moral compass of the world? Should the Olympics be taken away from China? Because, I don't know, the whole coronavirus thing? So we have all those decisions that we need to make. But here's the thing about boycott and boycotts. They get things done. Boycotts work. They work. When unions go on strike, they work, don't they? They work. When players go on strike, when you boycott something, we're not going to buy this anymore. We're going to boycott this. They work. They make you feel sad. I want athletes to be quiet and play. They haven't been doing that for 60 years. And now with all the money on the line, and that's why athletes keep quiet for the most part, right? Michael Jordan, the whole, you know, selling sneakers to both sides of the aisle. Athletes now look around and go, we make so much money, we don't care. We don't. And again, if you don't want athletes in leagues moving sporting events from your locations, don't do things like this. And again, I'm telling you what's coming. You're not going to get any Super Bowls in Atlanta as long as this bill's in place. You're not going to get any Final Fours in Atlanta as long as this bill's in place. They're going to yank regionals away from you. They just are. States that pass this legislation are going to head down the wormhole or the foxhole of, or the rabbit hole, I should say, of where we were with the Confederate flag in in South Carolina. Athletes have power. You don't like it? You know, it's funny because Everybody that consumes entertainment. I just wish athletes would shut up. Okay. I just wish actors and actresses would shut up. Okay. I just wish directors and, and major people would shut up. Oh, okay. So those people shouldn't have a voice, but you should. They have a bigger platform than you. But yet, you no problem with those people being trotted out when they support your views. I just look at this thing and I got news for you. It's not going away. The activist athlete is here. He or she are going to put their foot forward. And what happened with Colin Kaepernick? Disagree, not like it, whatever you want to say. The right to protest. Well, I'm not allowed to protest at my job and my work. You're not a professional athlete. Tough. Yeah. You know why you're not allowed to do that? Because you're not that valuable to your company. You're not. And they're entertainers. You're not an entertainer. You're not. Sorry. It's the truth. So this boycott's going to continue. And, and when, once we get, you know, and, and baseball acted quick. We're going to take it off Atlanta. We're going to move it to Colorado. Boom, boom. And it's done. It's done. It's that quick. The next phase in all of this is where do we go with the next major sporting event. And they're pushing this with the masters a little bit. They should move the masters out of Augusta. And you can kind of see the chairman looking around and members of Augusta going, Oh boy. Oh gosh. We, we finally allow (laughs) female members where we're starting to get there. It's our club, but Oh geez, it's not, it's, it's a PGA event, but then again, it's not a PGA event. All of these things that come into line 
with what the Masters are. It's like, oh boy, what are we going to do here with this Georgia law? Mm, the Masters isn't going anywhere. They're not going to be able to touch the Masters. The Masters is an isolated event. It's four days. There you go. They can say the All-Star game is only one day. Yeah, but it features 32 teams. 32 own, or 30 owners. 30 teams. 30 fan bases. All of those things. So as I watch this unfold, the Masters isn't going anywhere. Boycott blitz, this isn't new. It isn't. All this boycotting nowadays has been going on for 40 years, since the 80 Summer Olympics. And again, when we get to the Beijing setup, well, we, 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 we need to boycott. You're going to boycott? It's a Winter Olympics, right? If you boycott and the U.S. doesn't participate, which I think we are, I think the pressure is going to mount to move it from China. Ask yourself, are you okay with moving the Winter Olympics from China, let's say, to Salt Lake City? You okay with that? Seriously, are you okay with that? For what happened with the coronavirus and the negligence to come out of that country, should the Olympics be pulled? Yes. But it can't just be the United States. The United States needs to get together. Forget Russia. They're not going to do anything like that. Think about your big Winter Olympic sports teams. The United States, Canada. If you got, as crazy as this sounds, like Sweden and Finland and Germany together and said, Hey, we're not going to, you have to get like seven or eight countries to yank that. If you can get like six, seven countries together that say we're not going to participate in the Winter Olympics, then all of a sudden the IOC is going to look around and go, all right, all right. It can't just be the United States. It's got to be a massive effort. Massive effort. It's a little boycott blitz uh, around the world there when it comes to just a different variety of things. And look, it's not going away. It's not. It's going to continue. It's been going on for decades now. Decades. Politics and sports, like peanut butter and jelly, uh, butter and popcorn. The next phase in all this, uh, I'm going to talk about the NCAA tournament. It was, to me, a trash tourney. I just, if I ask you in two weeks to name the Sweet 16, I bet you're lucky to get nine of them. The story was Gonzaga going undefeated. Didn't happen. They lost to Baylor. Baylor's a good basketball team. Final Four was terrible. Actually, the last 10 days of the tournament were awful with the exception of a bank shot. I mean, it was boring. And you had the top two teams play each other. Why? Well, look, you had a lot of guys come back, so a lot of names and a lot of people came back. Why? Well, your heavy hitters weren't there. Your heavy hitters weren't there. If you had a college football playoff coming up, and the four teams were Oklahoma State, North Carolina, um, Indiana and UCLA, the playoff tank, it'd be awful. The ratings would be atrocious. And that's how we judge things. How many, how much you view, how much you watch. It's how we judge this. And I just thought the tournament was awful. And, you know, seating wise, we had a bunch of upsets. Great. I think I went counted and of the 67 games that took place to get 68 to one. I think of the 67 games, I think we had something like 27, 26 instances where the the lower seed won, not necessarily the favorite, because we had sometimes where the nine was the favor over the eight. Um, and sometimes we had once where a 10 was over the seven, even though the seven won. You know what I mean? So, but what, a third, less than a third were actually upset. So it, it's one of those things that it's a misnomer that, oh my God, all these upsets, not really, only about a third. It was just a boring, bland tournament. 
Everybody's glad that I'm glad Gonzaga didn't win. 1976 Indiana Hoosiers. I okay, great. Team from 40 years ago, 40 what five years ago, went undefeated. Great. Let's not enjoy anything now. Been a great story if Gonzaga would have gone undefeated and won it. And oh, I got a kick out of this too. When it comes to this, one of my favorite things that I saw was well, they just didn't play in a tough enough conference this year. <laughs> Thirty whatever and oh, yeah, that was the problem. They didn't play in a tough conference like the Big Ten that had what seven teams lose in the first thirty six hours of the tournament. Yeah. So was what was Ohio State's problem against Oral Roberts that the, the, the Big Ten wasn't strong enough, wasn't as good as the Summit. Or is it the MAC? I can't even tell you what conference. Is it the Summit Conference that they're in? Give me a break. <laughs> the problem is Gonzaga's schedule. Oh, that was the problem. When they beat UCLA, the, the, the Pac-12 that had the best run of any conference, right? Pac-12 had the best run of any conference. One the problem then, maybe they lost to a better team. I mean, Baylor did beat Dayton by 20. What was the closest anybody came within Baylor? Nine? There's better than everybody else. But it was it's, it's boring. I mean, and we're not going to miss Duke, not going to miss Kentucky. I missed them. I missed them. Not having Duke and Kentucky around was the equivalent of the Batman series once Michael Keaton left. I'm glad Duke and Kentucky was gone. All right, Baylor's Val Kilmer. I like that movie. Huh? I like that movie. That's what it was. No Kentucky and no Duke in the NCAA tournament is is like replacing Michael Keaton in Batman with Val Kilmer. That's what it was. Oh, let's get rid of them. Man, yeah, like here comes Houston. This is great. All right, Houston is George Clooney. Great, more exciting bad Batmans. That's what it was. Just yawn. <sighs> Look, it's going to happen. Not everyone's going to be great, but something can be said for having those heavy hitters around. Everybody wants the Yankees to lose. Everybody wants the Red Sox to lose. Every, you know, in baseball, every day. I hope the Patriots get beat. That's great. I hope this team loses. I hope that team loses. Oh, okay. It's, it, look, I've got it. I've got rooting interest too. I want to see certain teams win and certain teams lose. But sports are better. The, the tournament was not as good because Duke, I didn't miss them at all. Well, viewership missed them. At least they grab. Oh, what time is Duke on? What time is North Carolina on? I don't catch myself going, what time is Oral Roberts on? I don't just thought it was a trash tournament. And look, it's not the player's fault. It's not the committee's fault. It's just, you know, some of your traditional powers weren't around. It's okay. Look, I don't mind an upset. Remember what? Five, six years ago, Baylor was like a three seed and lost in the first round. It's fine. And basketball has this little bit of a problem. Like when it gets into this, like when the Baylors win, it's like when somebody new comes along and wins a major in golf. And everybody's like, ooh, this guy's good. It's like, oh, okay. unless he wins a bunch of other majors, it's not any good. We need him to win some more. But Dustin Johnson wins the Masters. Dustin Johnson won the U.S. Open. So it's like, okay, well, if Dustin Johnson wins the Masters again, okay, now you got my attention. If Jordan Spieth wins, okay. Rory, okay, that's good. But if somebody wins that hasn't won one before, it's like, great. I, I, oh, he's a good golfer. Said so he may be, but, I, you know, as much as people complain about dynasties in the same teams, you miss them. You miss them. So, oh, by the way, I saw Dustin Johnson's uh, dinner menu at the Masters. I always get a good, it's the champion's dinner. Here's what we're eating. It's always like filet mignon, lobster, 
Yes. It's always something like that. Just one year. One year. I want to see somebody do like beef noodles. I want to see somebody one year do SpaghettiOs. What would be really funny, really funny one year for the master's dinner. He'll never win it, but John Daly, if he oh God, hot dogs. I want to see somebody have a master's dinner and be like, CeCe's Pizza Buffet. I would love to see that just once. Just once. Um, I want to wrap up with the Deshaun Watson thing. And the Texans are, are caught. They can't trade him now. I mean, 22 accusations. And it took a press conference and 22 accusations before... Major sponsors looked around and said, hmm, do we think all 22 of these women are lying? We better start distancing ourselves from this man. 22? 22 women now? Oh, they're all in it for money. All of them? All of them? Okay. And, you know, now there's all the commissioner needs to put him on the exempt list. Oh, he's getting there. He's getting there. And Deshaun, you're like, you're not writing this one out. You're not. And the Texans are just hosed here. They are hosed. We're where we're, this is going. This is entering. This is entering. He's like, oh, well, he'd be suspended. He can go to jail. I, I, I think this is so interesting and in how, how people are missing this. It's like, well, he, um. He, he could he could be put on the players exempt list by the commissioner the commissioner's list and uh, the commissioner exempt list and he could he could you know be suspended he's gonna go to jail 22 accounts of sexual misconduct you can't trade for him there's no way so what do you do I, I don't know if you're the Texans you just hold on to him is what you do there's nothing you can do so Say what? Say bye. I mean, if you're the Texans, if you're the Texans, you hope that the commissioner does this. You can't cut him. You look back on this, and this is what's crazy about this. Remember when the commissioner, when, when the Texans had a problem and we had a mess on our hands with the Texans going to move them? Oh, what an ugly mess. This Deshaun Watson situation with the Texans. What's going on right here? Everything that's going on right here, they're sit back and say nothing. Nothing. Sit back and say nothing. Say what? Say nothing. Nothing. The Texans are going to draft a quarterback? They don't really need to, do they? It's a lost year anyway. Build around it? Build around that position? I mean, look, the Texans, are they're rebuilding. And they kind of get a pass because of what's going on here, but this is just nasty. I keep saying, oh, should, is Deshaun Watson going to be suspended? Is he going to miss any time? He's going to go to jail. Harp on Sports, the bar, Harp on Sports podcast. Harp on Sports, the bar radio network. Um, follow, like, share, share, follow, like at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page. Follow, like, share, click on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Buzzsprout. We're all over the place. Um, keep on cracking, baby. Again, every Wednesday and Sunday night, we try to bring this to you. Um, it'll be up, uh, up on video here, and it'll be uploaded throughout the course of uh, the next few hours. And as always, we appreciate it. Stay strong, stay clean, stay focused. Frankenstein, fun with your friends.